Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. And you know, I'm all obsessed with manifestation and magic, and I am bringing such a beautiful, literally beautiful expert today on EFT tapping, on magic manifestation, and if I could, I would just put it like on top, top, top. She is such an amazing, talented, sing-song writer. You get to start following her, right? Like you should even like pause this like episode <laughs> and just go follow her. And one, she's super funny, witty, beautiful to be even following on Instagram. So you can find her under her name. She's making it easy. Thank you very much, Haley. So <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Smith, and I will... Put it in the show notes because nobody understands my accents when I'm spelling things anyway. So I want to make sure that everybody's following you. And Haley, you are such a beautiful, bright light in the world and really how you embodying the possibilities and magic and what can be done when we do the work. It's so beautiful. So thank you again for being here today. Oh my gosh, that's the best introduction ever. Thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. And it's recorded so you can like play it over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. perfect. I'm just going to make that little snippet my morning alarm clock. <laughs> like, you're brilliant. Morning, I'm like, you know what? I got to think like who introduced me nice way. And I have to, you're, yeah. you see, I'm telling you people like she is brilliant. So Haley, before we even tap into the interview and going a little bit deeper on your life and how you develop these beautiful gifts, I would love to start um, the podcast episode a little bit differently. Would you be open to do very short guided meditation? Oh, sure. That sounds fun. Amazing. So yeah. just get really comfortable in your chair. You don't have to be doing anything. I just want you to gently close your eyes, get comfortable in your chair. If you want to lean back, whatever is the position to make yourself feel really comfortable and cozy and starting to take a few deep breaths through your nose, breathing in and breathing out releasing everything and anything you experience today breathing in the lightness the possibilities of the day taking a last deep breath in through the nose and releasing through your mouth and you're starting to feel your body slowly melting it's like when you are taking the ice cube out and it starts to be melting your soft 
face, your shoulders falling down. Everything starts to slow down around you. There's nowhere else to be, nothing else to do. And you're fully present, fully, deeply relaxing, receiving these beautiful moments just for yourself. And as you're relaxing and slowing down, I would love for you to visualize beautiful morning in spring in Paris. Everything starts blooming. All the birds are chirping. You can feel the wind in the trees. And you're walking through the streets. It's still empty and kind of quiet. And you're just taking it all in. The waterfall you're passing that it's splashing a little bit water on you. The little girls running around and splashing water on themselves. The mom sitting on the bench and drinking their needed coffee. And you're feeling so happy to be alive. And as you're walking, you find a beautiful spot in a nearby park under the tree and the temperature is just perfect. And you brought your favorite journal and you start journaling about today and you start with a gratitude. What would be the first thing you would write in your journal, Haley? What would you write that you are the most grateful for right now in this moment? What would you say it is? Um, I'm grateful for the excitement of the moments that are inevitable and yet to come. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I know that probably morning in a beautiful blooming Paris might be more fun than coming back to me to this interview. And I feel like our listeners would be like, okay, Haley, good for you. You're in Paris and we're waiting here. So whenever you feel ready, you can just gently, slowly open your eyes, coming back to this room, to this interview, how you're feeling. Wow, that was so amazing. Thank you. Seriously, I <laughs> good thing we have this because I'm going to replay that a lot. I was fully like there. That was so great. And I would be more than happy to send you some of my meditations that I have pre-recorded. Oh, yay. Would love to. Oh thank my you. gosh, thank you. Thank you for being open to receive and and to like be taken. You know, not many people are used to to come to the interview and be taken to different places. And I feel like it really helps us to ground into the present moment. The questions are always different, and. Um, I feel like it's it's so important to tap into the gratitude because yeah. so very often we're focusing on the next thing, like the next song, the next retreat, the next event, mm -hmm. right? Which congratulations to everything, your, your beautiful grace song, everyone, you get to go find it. It's so beautiful. I was telling Haley before we hit the record button, I listened to it like, if she has like over 200,000 downloads, probably much more by now, I'm like, I have probably a thousand of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so beautiful. And I love how you really unapologetically embodying your gifts and also how vulnerable you're sharing with your tribe that 
it's not always easy, right? To walk in your purpose. So Haley, I would love for you to share, like, how did you even get, and there are like so many pieces of that, right? But how did you discover your own magic? It's probably like my my first like question because I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes it's so challenging for us to see it, to see it in ourselves. So yeah. how did you know what is your magic? Okay, well, very interesting story. And what's funny is this happened, I think, oh my gosh, math, eight years ago. And the reason I was just thinking about it recently is because there's some astrological transit happening right now that highlights what was going on in your life from 2013 to 2014. And so I looked back and I was like, oh my gosh, that was like the year that changed my life. So I was 17. I was a senior in high school. I had literally never had any ambition before, any motivation. I will say like my entire life up to up until that date, I had always been really into like singing and songwriting and I wanted to do like acting or something in entertainment, but a lot of things had gone wrong, honestly. And so my like self-belief was at an all-time low. I didn't care about college. Like I just had no motivation, right? I ended up taking this energy healing class that my mom recommended. Um, And I did it that summer before my senior year of high school. And that's really the only thing I can point to and be like, okay, maybe that's what it was. It was like an intuitive healing class. But what happened was I was walking to a class during my senior year of high school. And I was walking with this girl who was going to go to the same college that I had picked, which was like a really tiny state school and like a really random location. And she said to me, oh, it's actually so funny because like you kind of tried in high school and I didn't, and yet we're going to the same college. And for her, it was just a reflection point and like no big deal. But for some reason, when she said that, my entire life spun on its axis. And it's almost like something hit me in the side of the head and woke me up because from that moment forward, I was like, I have to live the biggest life ever. Like, what have I been doing? Like I got to my next class, it was anatomy and I was sitting there. I could not even focus on what the teacher was seeing. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, is it too late? Can I apply to other colleges? Like, oh my gosh, I have to go to like an Ivy league. I have to be president of the United States. Like it was so crazy. It's almost like all this delayed motivation just like burst through the seams. And you would think like, okay, maybe I was just in a mood that day or had a lot of coffee. It never changed. It never went away. I've had that ever since. The thing has been though, like figuring out what motivates me because it's me versus what motivates me because it looks really good on paper. It's like good for my ego. And at first I was like, Ooh, you know, I like when I go to an Ivy league, I want to have all these things that are super impressive. Um, and I did all those things. And obviously like a lot, there were a lot of gifts in it. I loved my time at Brown. I ended up transferring there um, halfway through my college career, but it's really been recently over the past few years when I have been posting about spirituality. And then just this past year, starting on singing songwriting again, that I'm like, holy cow. Okay. The real magic is actually when you really allow yourself to be yourself and allow that like motivation and powerful energy to flow through you in a way that's super authentic. And now I experience the fulfillment side of success as well. And that's like the most motivational thing ever, but it was like a lot of trial and error, honestly, like I tried so many things during college when I graduated from college. And a lot of it was like very honestly trying to do things because I thought it would make me look successful. (laughs) But once I was able to come back to like, okay, Haley, like what would you do if you knew you could not fail? That's when I was able to give myself that space to like pursue things like music again, which was really like my childhood dream. 
Oh, that is so beautiful and really inspiring. And, you know, like really aligned with like even this podcast, right? Like being unapologetically abundant. You can only be abundant when you are true to who you really are, when Mm -hmm. you are authentic, you know? So I feel like so very often and listen, been there, done that, you know, all the things Mm -hmm. that look good on the paper and I still didn't feel fulfilled and, and like really happy. And then it comes all like all the way back, like discovering who you really are and what you truly want to be doing and and staying in that. Because I feel like, especially now, people have like this BS meter that they're like, she's not authentic. Because I feel like people can feel if they can trust you or not. And your like your rawness, your vulnerability, you bringing people into all of the areas of your life. And it's not like oversharing, it's just bringing them with you on the journey, right? So it's what I also love about you, Haley, like so much is that you're not doing one thing. So very often we are said like, oh, you have to pick one thing and get famous with it. And Haley, she's doing like sing song writing and manifestation and EFT mm-hmm. tapping, you know, and traveling. Mm-hmm. And it's and and then I look at your videos. I'm like, is she doing like some kind of recipes? Like she's squeezing a lemon and doing salad, <laughs> doing her hair. And oh my God. it's just like so amazing like full permission to be yourself granted and I'm like it's so simple yet so powerful because people connect with you and um like your world and Mm -hmm. I I I I feel you like I feel you so much in your post and it's so life-giving so it's really beautiful. So when did you discover the EFT tapping? Was it through that spiritual class, the healing class you took, or was it something else? It was shortly after when I started college, I had like, I put a ton of pressure on myself. Um, so I started at CU Boulder and I was like, I need to get a plus on everything. And so I started to experience a lot of anxiety, especially test anxiety. And so my mom was researching and she's like, oh, there's this thing called EFT. So she um, set me up with a practitioner and they completely like healed my, all the anxiety I was experiencing at that time. And so I knew it worked, but for me, I was like, oh, I, I, it's mostly like a mental health thing. And, And then a few years later, I remember I did an EFT session on money because I was trying to do like some entrepreneurial stuff and like freelance stuff in college and like nothing was happening. And I did one session on money and then I made my first four figures from writing like the next week. And that was like crazy as a college student. So I was like, whoa. So I always in the back of my head, I'm like, okay, I know that this stuff works. And I'd, I'd like tap with Brad Yates videos. Uh, and then I got super into EFT in 2019 after I had quit my job to like focus all on like my own career and my own business and promptly was feeling super stuck. Um, that's when I met my EFT practitioner, Tiffany Jeffers, and literally just a few sessions with her brought everything back on track and gave me so much momentum. And I've been working with her ever since and then became an EFT practitioner myself and started offering like group programs through my slingshot sessions. And I just see how much they change everything every time, like not just how you feel, but what shows up in your reality and like what you're attracting. And it's just, it's the coolest tool ever. It's so amazing. And I feel like it's, you know, it's so simple to do and also so simple not to do because it's so funny. I use EFT tapping, not daily, you know, and when I'm feeling low, the first thing that I do, it's like, go tell my husband to do the EFT tapping on me. You know, he's a certified practitioner, but the thing is that 
it's like we don't go for the easy, right? It's just <laughs> like, it, it. well, maybe it's simple and it's not easy, right? Maybe it's just a simple tool. So what, like, what can people do like right now if they're listening to it and they're like, okay, EFT, I heard about it a million times. I maybe tried a couple of times. Can they just like... um YouTube or Google the the steps and just do it yeah. on themselves or do you feel that it makes a major difference to have a mentor and trust me I'm a firm believer in having mentors for everything because they know right but yeah. if someone wants to just start is it really that simple Haley that they can just start tapping can you maybe give us yeah. an example what did you do with the money you know, like we're always open for more abundance on this podcast. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, of course. So you could totally do it on your own. I really recommend Brad, Brad Yates on YouTube because he's got a lot of videos that you can tap along with. Um, and now I just tap on my own. Like if I'm feeling kind of anxious about something, I'll just like tap on the meridian points. They're super easy. There are four main ones. You can just look them up front of the eyebrow, side of eye, underneath the eye, collarbone. What I'll say about having like the benefit of having a practitioner is I personally think it's good for upper, upper limits slash like up leveling because a practitioner can help you find your blind spots and ask the right questions to figure out like what you're really afraid of at the next level of your life. So I haven't, I don't remember what I tapped on with money because we cleared it, but I know that the practitioner was asking me certain questions around like, okay, well, like how much money feels like too many and, um, too much money or, who from your past had a scarcity mindset or what was like a memory you had growing up around money. And you can do those things on your own, but I think it's really important to like work with a practitioner first. So you really understand the methodology and then you can repeat it on yourself. That's also why I created slingshot sessions. So they're 90 minute group sessions, but they ask all the right questions to lead you to the breakthroughs you need before you start tapping. So you know exactly what to tap on. Um, so we have slingshot sessions for literally everything like money blocks, the fear of being seen dream career, fear of your dream life. So that was like a way for me of creating subconscious breakthroughs for people without having to do it with a practitioner or mentor. But, um, I definitely try to like ask myself some of those guiding questions before I tap, but just in general, like if you're feeling off, you're feeling sad, you're feeling worried, you can just do some light tapping and like repeat to yourself. It's safe to let this go. It's safe to release this safe to feel safe. And that will do a world of a difference. Wow. That's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And, you know, like I, I truly feel like there is the power of mentorship because I feel like we are in it, right? Like you cannot see it because the thing is, if you would know what are the money blocks or if you would know what is the challenge, why you're not where you want to be, then you would have already done it, right? Yeah, I know. It's so true. And the cool thing is like, once you start doing this type of work, and you learn how to uncover things, you will, you'll become so good at trying to figure out like what your own patterns are. Like I see so many of my friends now who have done this work already start to like lead themselves to subconscious breakthroughs. And we're talking things through and they're like, I'm feeling this. And I've looked back at my life. And I think there was like this one time that was connected back in high school. And like, it just helps you see. And it brings me like personally, a lot of like faith where I'm like, Oh, I see why I'm experiencing this because it's based off this experience that I had and this belief I have about myself. But now that I've identified it, the cool thing is I can shift it. Like I can release the emotion associated. I can rewrite it and therefore attract something different. Um, but it definitely starts with like knowing the right questions to ask, which I think people just need like a little bit of guidance on, like they just need to experience it like two or three times and then they'll know how to do it themselves. Mm, that is beautiful. That is so amazing. And, and I love that because 
you're teaching the tools that people can do on their own. You know, yeah. I it's it's not like, hey, you need me, right? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Like, let me guide you and teach you and show you. And that's what we ultimately want for people who are working with us. I don't want my clients to need me and to be dependent no. on me. I yeah. want them to rise. And I always tell them, like, I want you to be more successful than me. I want you to be happier, more fulfilled and make more money than me. Because that reflects that the, the work we are doing together, it's working, totally. right? So I love that you are empowering people. And again, like going into um, the song, uh, sing song writing, it's, it's so beautiful that you are again stepping into that because you are truly so talented and it's so beautiful to like you believing in yourself and you like living for your dreams and empowering others because Trust me, you don't want me to to hear me singing outside of my shower. My husband can take it. I don't think anyone else can. And how beautiful that I can get inspired by you. Like, oh, she's walking in her purpose. She's living her dream, even though my purpose and dream can be different. Yeah. But us being unapologetically us, we are empowering others. So that's really powerful. And so did the manifestation part, because I know you're teaching a lot about manifestation too. Did it come after the EFT tapping? So I was always really into manifestation. Um, like beginning of college, I would make vision boards. I'd do like affirmations at night, you know, like watch the secret, all of that. But um, I would say that EFT became a tool to use alongside manifestation. And I see the two as really intertwined. When people are like, how do you manifest? I'm like, well, I literally use EFT to manifest because I'm asking myself like, well, what bad thing happens if I get this manifestation? Why don't I believe that I'm worthy of this manifestation? And then I'm clearing all the resistance and all the blocks to my subconscious. And that's what allows it to come in. So I see the two as extremely intertwined. A lot of people will share like, a whole host of manifesting techniques. Like I also love visualization or sometimes doing something like scripting, but I've found time and time again, that in order for me to get something that I want, like have it manifest and come to be as quickly as possible, I have to like, look a bit deeper and be like, okay, why would my subconscious be blocking this to date? And what needs to be cleared, released, or rewritten in order for it to feel safe to my subconscious for me to invite in this thing or this experience. And, um, it's just been really amazing how <laughs> it shifted. Mm, I love that. And I know that you were mentioning it, you know, in your captions that it helped you, you know, not only with the abundance, right, but with the love in your life, with uh, like your followers on TikTok and on uh, Instagram, like it really all increased. And it seems, I don't want to say quickly, right, but it, it kind of yeah. is, you know. It was quick. It really was. Yeah. Because yes. like you can release a huge block and then have something just like shoot to the stratosphere, you know, a few weeks later, once your brain has integrated those changes. And that's definitely happened for me numerous times. Mm. And then there's other times that I've like really had to chip away at a block and do a ton of tapping on it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why is this taking so long? But that just, you know, it was like a deeply ingrained limiting belief or mm. there every, everything is different, but um, ultimately too, like the goal with EFT is just to like be in a place of more peace and happiness. Like I'd say that's the main thing is, I just feel so at peace and I'm really in this place of loving my life. So that's another thing, like with my clients or people who do slingshot sessions, like I want them to get to a place where they're just like so happy with how their life is. And then the only reason they'd want to like return to EFT is because they're like, okay, let's like take it up a notch. Let's like look deeper. What else can I release to get to the next level? 
Mm, that's really beautiful. And, you know, don't you feel like happiness it's and peace, like that inner peace of being happy with where you are and who you are, it's like really the the key to everything? Because I feel like yeah. when you're happy, then you become magnetic to all of the opportunities anyway, versus when you're stressed and, uh, and, and you know, filled with anxiety and not trusting. So like if we can use this beautiful tool, to feel at peace, we will be able to attract and even like hold on energetically to more things in our life. I don't know about you, Haley, but what I'm holding on now, like energetically, business-wise, team and everything, I wouldn't be able to hold like five years ago. I had to grow into that. Yeah. No, that's so true. And I'll also say like when I first started in manifestation, and I think everyone can relate to this. Like when you have your eye on a certain prize and you want it so desperately and oh my gosh, like every day sucks until you have that thing and you're refreshing your email or checking your phone or wondering how you can get there. Like that type of like hamster on a wheel energy. And I was in that for so long on so many different things. And it was so annoying. And then I was like, how fascinating that every single time I really let it go. And I'm really just like focused on loving my life as it is like this amazing thing I've always wanted comes through in the most unexpected way. Like Hmm. <laughs> but it's not a coincidence. It's just like the energetic truth of it. So yeah, that the peace, the happiness, being at, being at the vibration you want to attract is truly everything. Mm, that's amazing. And um, for those who are listening right now, and they maybe are going through the waves, you know, like, oh, life is amazing. And I'm at a high point and I'm manifesting money and, and you know, like things and opportunities and people, and then they're hitting their low what would you tell them, you know, if they're going through like ups and downs in life and it doesn't seem like I'm not rising, right? It's like mm -hmm. I'm up and then I'm going down. What would you want them to know? So it's so funny. I was recording a podcast episode today and I re referenced an episode that's about exactly this called the success boomerang. It's actually like something that happens subconsciously where things start to get really good, really good, really good. You're rising up, up, up. And then something about that feels extremely unsafe and unsettling to your subconscious. So some form of a self-sabotage happens. It's not necessarily, and usually isn't a conscious, like, let me screw it all up. But <laughs> usually something like torpedoes it. Um, the book, The Upper Limit Problem, or sorry, it's called The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks is so amazing. And he talks he about- He was on my podcast. Oh my gosh, how amazing. Okay, then everyone go back and listen to that episode and I need to listen to it. But that is like my Bible. That is like the greatest book of all time because that's what happens. And then, you know, and then you hit the low and then you're like, shoot, but I felt so good at the high. Okay, let me start doing those habits again. Let me start like repeating everything that was getting me to the high. Okay, here I go again. Woo, 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 woo. Oh my gosh, wait, it's still scary. Okay, crash back down. You have to tap through the upper limit. That's where EFT tapping comes in. You have to get to a place where your subconscious feels safe. There's something about it where it just feels a little too jarring. It could be a connection based off like something you've seen or you feeling like you're not worthy of it, but it has to be cleared. Otherwise you're going to keep hitting that ceiling and then ping ponging all the way back down. Uh, everything is like a ceiling, right? And so when you raise the ceiling, you'll continue to go up and up, whether that's like revenue, your like vibration, like happiness, love, followers, whatever it is. Um, but you have to like acknowledge and honor the fact that there's a certain threshold that does not feel safe to your subconscious. And that's from something that has happened to you, something you've internalized or something that you've witnessed and you can clear it. It's just a matter of identifying it and then doing tapping. Hmm. 
You are amazing. You are so oh. amazing. This was so much fun. And we cover like so many different topics and really mm -hmm. like actionable steps. What can people like literally go and do? And I know you mentioned um, the Brad, was it Gates for? Uh, Brad Gates starts with a, a Y. You see, I would just, okay. I would just mess it up. So we got it. And then you also mentioned your coach, Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany Jeffers. Beautiful. So we will all include this in our show notes, but mainly what is the next thing you're working on right now that is exciting you that you want to like shout out from the top of the roof? <laughs> if I didn't yet, what is really life-giving and making you feel alive right now? Well, today I announced my first ever virtual concert, which is really exciting. It's called The Magic Is Here Digital Experience. Magic Is Here is the name of my Christmas song that comes out this Friday. So I'm just really excited to continue in music because that's definitely like what I tap on. <laughs> I've been manifesting. So all of that's really fun. Um, yeah. And then hopefully working on an album next year. Oh, it's hap It's already done. Like I'm already yeah. buying it, girls. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're doing it. You have such a beautiful way. And I truly feel like your voice is bringing so much light into the people because of all the work that you have done and then you are transmitting it through your voice. So it's not just a beautiful, nice song to listen. It's how you're upgrading the vibration of everyone who is listening. So thank you for today. Thank you for all the work you are doing. I will make sure we leave all the show notes with the links. Um, I know I love, love, love following you on Instagram, but is there any other place that you would love to connect with people online? Instagram is perfect. That's my favorite too. <laughs> there you go. That's where yeah. we connect. So Haley, thank you so much for everything. Congratulations on your songs, on your virtual concert. I believe it's December 4th, right? Yes. Good memory. Oh. I will, right? Yeah. <laughs> good stagger, good stagger right there. Yeah, so I will yeah. make sure to also share it on my stories because like I said, I truly believe that your voice and your work is here for a reason to be upgrading other people's vibration and there is no better time for it than now. So thank you. Thank you so much.